Hi, I'm Katie Jones and welcome to RTE OT Podcast. Operation Tantamation sees leaders from all over the country take on a health and wellness plan with the aim of resetting and kickstarting a new chapter in their lives. I was a leader on the show two years ago and it changed my life. I'm delighted to be back hosting this podcast. You can email us at optrantpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your questions and let us know how you are getting on. This week, I'm chatting to Carl Henry, who's been an OT since day one. We talked all about finding your sport, which was such a huge part of my OT journey. Plus, he talks about another sport he's come to love in recent months. And we hear about his greatest fear, and it's not what you might think. It's never too late to start your OT exercise journey, and Carl's exercise videos are a great way to follow the plan at home. If you haven't checked them out already, you can head over to rte.ie forward slash OT. Carl, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, two years. It's been since the show, but... Uh, oh my God. Two yeah. years. <gasps> I know, so much God. has happened. Oh Time is flying. I know. But are you enjoying this year? I am enjoying this year. Oh, st- no messing, Katie. Straight to the point. Uh, I am enjoying this year. Yeah, I think this year's been amazing. I think every year is, is you know, all you're trying to do is to do your best and make health seem as accessible as possible for people and uh, it's as ever it's great crack like we're you know it's great fun but uh, I got sent a picture today from one of the producers well like she showed <laughs> me one and um, do you want to talk about where you were today because we'll have an exclusive clip going into the podcast before the show airs oh will you oh my god okay yeah. right okay so today yeah where was I today uh, today I was swimming in possibly the biggest lake I've ever seen in Westmead uh Loch Ool, uh with um Gary, who is an 81-year-old cancer survivor who does park runs and now does open water swimming because his daughter does it. So Gary invited me up to meet him and I brought my shorts and my dry robe and I jumped in. And you know what? It was like, I I do open water swimming, but I swim in like a wet dish. And and like, like, I'll be in for kind of 30 or 40 minutes, but like, I'm, you know, I kid it out. Where this was me and and my Hawaiian shorts and it was you know what? It was amazing. I won't lie. Aww. It was um, a. He was really. Imp- he was. He was a very impressive man. But b. Uh, just th- that sense of you know, you leave all your troubles for that five or six minutes that you're in the water. You really do. You 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 can't think about anything else but breathing and trying <laughs> yeah. to deal with the fact that it's so cold. Like it was about six degrees this morning or today up there. It was re- in terms of in the water. It was freezing. And wow, um, yeah. I did enjoy it. It was really cool. It was really, it was, uh, it was great to meet him, and it was great. I haven't really done that before. So what I have, yeah. not, 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 not in, not in, in that setting, and uh, it was, yeah, it was good fun. Oh, I can't wait to see it now. But no, it looked crazy. But like even to get in the weather, like it's crazy now. Yeah, as I said to Gary, said of all times to ask me to go lake dipping, uh, you know, the middle of January is or yeah. the end of January is an interesting one when it's at its coldest. Uh, but it was great. You know what? It is. And it's that sense of kind of finding something that's a little bit of crack. And we had yeah. a really great crack. And for to find your sport, that's kind of what it's about. It's about finding mm. stuff that is a little quirky and is a little, it's just being brave enough to have a go, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's what today was about for me. And I think for our leaders, it's the same. I try to nudge them to kind of choose different kind of stuff that they wouldn't normally choose. And I think that's really important. I think that. It's a great, like, it, you know, we live in an amazing country with amazing stuff. And, like, it doesn't have to be, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it doesn't have to be the Gaelic or the basketball or the whatever. Yeah. It can be paddleboarding. It can be surfing. It can be lake jumping. It can be 
climbing a hill. It can, you know, there's so many, like it can be dragon boat racing. It can be anything. There's so many things around that we're trying to encourage people to try something and just try something a little bit different. And yeah. and that's important because you're, t- you're, you know, you're getting out of your comfort zone, as Eddie would say, and you are just trying new things. And it's it's very powerful. Yeah, because anyone that talks to me always kind of links OT with running. But like some people don't really like running at all and they don't want to do it. So I think it's a really good idea that it is kind of changing up and to be on OT, you don't have to just run. Yeah, and that was important for us this year. It really was. Like the 5K has always been a target, right? So when when people come on board, they kind of automatically know that, you know, we're going to build towards the 5K. Yeah. And it is very powerful. And you know that yourself. You've gone on to run bigger distances after the show, which is great. But actually... It isn't all about running mm-hmm. and, it, you know, running is great if you like to run, but if you don't like to run, well, then it's not so great. So yeah. we were trying to do that this year and incorporate more stuff in and you'll see so that up to the first four weeks, everyone follows the same plan and then they can start going their separate ways. So like one of the leaders wants to go do a high rocks class. One of the leaders wants to go to yoga. One of the leaders, they'll all do uh, when it's going dancing. And thankfully I got asked to go that. swimming and not dancing because I don't dance. I'm a hor- oh, I was going to say, no. Sumi and Sophie said you've great moves. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I can guarantee of all the fears I have in the world, dancing is probably the biggest one ever. But like, really? but like, you know, exercise is different to everyone. And we all have different versions of it. And that was really important to me this year that we were, we, 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 we were seen to be very inclusive of all the different types of exercise, not just solely running and weights, uh, that it could be it could be broader, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Because I remember when you came back down to me in the apartment and you put me through like a weight session and I still remember that day, like that was serious. And like, I feel like <laughs> you have to get to that point sometimes to kind of get results and stuff, but it's, well, it's not for everyone. No, it's not. But you know, it, again, like the way we built the plan this year, we have our six key moves. And I suppose Anne really shows you that how crucial they are to living a healthier life. That if you can do a few press-ups, if you can do some tricep dips, if you can do a squat in any way, shape or form, life gets better and the quality of life gets better and you're stronger. And like, they're all um, uh, important, but also you yeah. mix that with fun and exercise should be fun. Like it should be. And you have to find one that you love or that you really enjoy and whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. Once you love it, you'll keep yeah. going. And that's really, that's, that was really important to me this year when building the plan and making things a little bit different, you know? And do you think that's kind of from when you're fell in love with sea swimming and stuff that you wanted to show that? Yeah, I yeah, I got injured in around uh, April or so. I put I, I had an extruding disc in my back, and I didn't think I'd ever run again. Uh, I thought I was going to need back surgery, and uh, all of a sudden, the thing that I loved to do, I couldn't do it, and it was really weird. It was very strange, and I I I, I for about four months, I re- I could barely walk on it, let alone run, wow. and um, that's how I got into sea swimming. And I got into endurance sea swimming, which is long distance sea swimming, which is kind of, I like long th- distance things. Yeah. So uh, that's how I got into swimming in uh, Loch Ine in West Cork. And then I got into distance races and all oh, that will be my personality. But um, it was when I couldn't run, I was like, geez, this is, what, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> I always just run. It's kind of what I, once I trained myself to be able to do it in in, in college, because um, I couldn't run as a, as a, as a teenager, really, but I um, it was the first time in my life that I couldn't run. And I, when, you know, you're heading up to, up to Dublin to, to your surgeon and you're not sure if he's going to tell you that he's going to need to slice you open and, to, and you know, and operate on your back. And you're like, it, it's, wow. it was, it was, um, it was the first time I've ever had an injury. And that really, I really thought about it during that time. I was like, well, what do we do now? 
Yeah. And then I found other stuff that I loved, which is the sea swimming. And now I'm back running. I can run kind of 10, 12K and then my back will, it'll take that. Um, thankfully, uh, with a lot of, a lot of physio and a lot of hard work, but it was, it opened my mind a little bit that I, I was like, I think we need to broaden this out this year if I'm yeah. back and I was brought back, which is great. And, um, OT is not the same at you. Well, you know, it's, uh, I'm 17 it years old. It wouldn't in. be. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm going to be part of the furniture. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it was important to, to, when I couldn't run it, I was like, okay, well then maybe we need to make this a bit broader. And it doesn't really matter what you do once you have a grow for it. And whatever it is, that's pretty, you know, that's cool. And it was a scary place to be. Like, you know, I've never really been injured. And like, I was, I could barely walk. And, uh, that's scary. It wasn't so good. Everything was stripped away. Yeah, it was very strange. It was very mm. weird. But then, you know, what you do then is a you go to physio, like, a, yeah. like you know, that's that's the first thing, and you get a really, a really good, a really good team around you to try and help me get better. And then, but you also then go and shift, and you find something else that you can do. So for me, it was swimming where it wouldn't really hurt my back uh, much, and uh, then I found a grow for that actually. And socially, since we moved to West Cork, it was a great way to meet people outside of my normal kind of group and it was like every Thursday we still do we go to Loch Ayn we swim around the lake we have a coffee Aww, afterwards and it's uh it's a lovely social connection you know it's a lovely yeah. um it is it's a lovely social connection there too well me with sea swimming I'd be a bit afraid to jump in because of the cold like what's the feeling when you jump in like what do you get out of that yeah today was that kind of day right in a wetsuit it's different because you're kind of warm but today, I, because Gary got in on the on the on the ladder thing, and I just dived in. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! It was like someone sucked the air out of me <laughs> for about imagine. twenty seconds. Uh, now I have a lot of water experience, right? So it kind of that comes into play a little bit. I think the way Gary got in is probably the best way to do it. Actually. Really? I think so. Yeah, it was only afterwards I was like, maybe diving into six degree water wasn't the cleverest thing in oh. the world. Uh, but it is. It's like, and you can think about nothing else bar breathing. That's all you think about is breathing and every trouble you have, every worry you have. And that's why like the Wim Hof kind of concept is so popular because you, you can't think about anything else. You just think about surviving and breathing. And it is very cold. Um, um, would you think you'd have to know about breathing before you go into it? Like how I, to... Breathing is absolutely part of it. Now, yeah. again, I think you, if you nudge in, you naturally focus on your breathing. If you jump in like I did, it's a bit more of a shock. But breathing and the cold water therapy goes together. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Like they're 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 interlinked because you just you have to focus on controlling your breath and focusing on your breath and by doing that it all regulates your system regulates much quicker and then it all but after about 20 seconds you can breathe normally uh which is which is which is great you know it's um and people probably think that's easy to do but i suppose when you're in the water it's not isn't it i tell you and you, you'll hear it depending on what footage you get given to see or to listen to you'll hear it where i come in and i'm like <laughs> like you're gasping for air wow. um a little bit uh that's quite that delivers a thrill kind of concept too, right? It's kind of it's kind of thrilling, and then you, and then yeah, you regulate, and then the waves are crashing over you, and it's just cold. It's deadly. It was great. It was oh. a, it was a lot of fun. It really was. Oh no, it, it sounds amazing. I can't wait to see you the know, video. It but... was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I was been lucky enough to get a Dublin City Marathon ticket this year, oh. so I'm kind of I know I missed <clears> out last year, and I got one of the lottery. Any tips? Because I don't know. Yes. Where to, well, I have a coach and stuff, and I have a, a group that I go to. But oh yeah, okay. 
Oh, so I'm God. lucky enough. Okay, it's so... actually in Ballybuckle, their running club. As oh, well. is it? Go on. Yeah. No way. Yeah, so and for those yeah. listening in, that's where I used to live in Dublin. Yeah. So, okay. So in terms of tips, right. So most marathon programs are built across 16 weeks of training, 20 to 16 weeks, depending on your fitness levels. Um, and it's about gradually increasing the distance and building it up slowly. That's the first thing. Second thing is running loads of hills in training because hills build strength. And a lot of people, when they train for a marathon, will do their long runs on like flat routes, which would be like out and back flat runs or just generally fairly flat. Mm-hmm. Then they get hills in the marathon and all of a sudden their legs go jellyish at about mile 20 because there's a few hills. So like the more hills you can get in is great. Having a group and a coach, you have that sussed and sorted, which is brilliant. Um, and the final tip is that I'm actually very jealous. Like the first marathon, <laughs> like it's like the first sea swim. It's very difficult to describe the first marathon because it's really? all... But it's about enjoying it. Like it, it's that last two miles, particularly in the Dublin Marathon, where you come up, uh, you'll come up Pierce Street probably, and it'll go up around Trinity College, and you finish the shoot up by Marion Square, where it's just lined with people. It's amazing. amazing. Oh my god, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah, um, no, I was at the line last year, and I was like balling. So I was like, I can't wait yeah. to just do it for myself. Oh, I year. ball every year. Like I, yeah, I, at any of those kind of events, I just ball. I just, I'm so, I just get even like the OT five k every year. I'm a mess. Are you? <laughs> I just I just fall apart. I just because yeah. like it's the five leaders, right? Of course it is. But then it's the five thousand people who come who just you watch them cross the line, and it's not like the lads who are and and, and the people who are running sub twenty. Like that doesn't that's not that isn't the OT group really. No. Uh, but when it, you just watch people, I'm like people are incredible. They're just yeah. people are just like they're amazing, and yeah. and when you watch them cross, I literally. Once I get my leader, the leader who I'm running with across the line, I just start crying. And then I cry yeah. for about half an hour and as, as everyone. And it's actually my favorite part of the whole show. Once I get my leader across the line, I make sure they're safe and sound. I then turn around and I can go back down about 200 meters from the start, from the finish line and just cheer people in. I love that. And it's yeah. my little. I remember little, you doing that for us. It's my little um, indulgence, if you like. It's I, mm. I, 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 I feel very privileged to be able to do it, and I feel very privileged to be as part of a show to be able to do it. But that's my little zone, and I just go and I just high five people and I clap people and I give them a bit of a cheer and a holler, and I lit, I ball I, every year. I, I find it very emotional. Um, very emotional but even when you're standing there like that means so much to other people as well like that you're kind of supporting them as well because when they watch the show they look up to the experts as well and i remember like when i was before the show i used to always like look up to you guys and you doing that really makes like a world of difference you know what we're there for the love of what we do mm. and sometimes in, t- in tv where that can pe- there's a that can get lost a little bit right but i, I say there to the last person because like I've been that person. I've been like Paddy Last. I, I get it. And there, when someone gives you a bit of a cheer, and you'll experience it in the marathon, there's nothing like it. There's just, yeah. it just, it just lifts you. And um, it's, it's, ah, it's fabulous. And Carl, are we definitely not going to see you dancing on the show? No. Sue me and Sophie said you're so moved. You know, actually, for those listening, anyone's wants a bit of insight, insider gossip. <laughs> yeah. The best answer in the whole, in the whole of, of the experts anyway. A, I would say the best answer is Catherine, right? She's a particularly good dancer. But Eddie Murphy is brilliant. He is the best dancer. You, I tell you, he is the crack. Uh, no, I sit in the corner uh, generally and hide to make sure no one gets near me. And actually one year... One year, many, many, many years ago, the ad promo for OT for that year was a group dance. 
the Justin Timberlake's don't uh, can't stop the feeling. And oh, it was a, yeah, it was a group it. dance and it was the most petrified I have ever been oh, no. in 17 years. Because me, myself, Eddie and the other experts at the time had to go in and learn this choreographed dance routine. Oh, we'll have to get that clip. I've never forgotten it. And every time I hear the song, it brings you right back to that moment of trying to learn the dance. <laughs> oh, no. It brings back flashbacks. Oh, my memories. God, the flashbacks of it. I, I tell you, I cringe even thinking about it. No, no, me and my two left feet are very comfortable running, walking, cycling, surfing, paddleboarding, kayaking, swimming, hi- hiking, anything but dancing. And I'm Incredible. very glad I haven't been asked to dance with Anne this year. I thought I was. <laughs> But Carl, thank you so much for coming on and definitely see you at the 5K. We absolutely will. Thank you, Katie. Good to talk to you. Stay tuned later on the show where Carl will answer some of your listeners' questions. But for now, let's see how Adele got on in her health check-in. Adele, it was fantastic to pop down to you during the week. Um, Thanks a million for having me. Sorry Uh, for the storm. (laughs) No, listen, we can't control the weather. Um, So I set you a challenge while I was down there um, to, to, to promote positive engagement with food and the challenge was to go out for a meal with Martin. Um, so tell me, how did, how did you get on? I had a lovely time. Um, we did, we went to a meal um, in a local restaurant that we would often go to. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, it was really, really nice. I kind of, I did have a bit of a what I order, you know, and there's the dish I always get and I was dreaming about it all week. And then I was like, okay, maybe I make a different choice. And I said, no, I'm going to get the one I want um, because it's not, well, I don't know how bad it is. It's not that bad. But I did half the rice because it looked like a massive portion. And I actually was very full and satisfied after what I did have. Um, I also had a glass of wine, half a glass of wine, because you said my only instruction was to enjoy myself and do what I'd normally do if I went on a night out with March. That's what I'd normally do. So I had a lovely time. It was nice to even just have that time as well to be out with him and just, you know, just the two of us because we don't ever do that. I could not tell you the last time we did. So yeah, all in all, yeah, great, a great little night out. Delighted, absolutely delighted. And what you're saying there is fantastic mm-hmm. to hear. You're starting to get a little bit more lenient. Mm-hmm. So obviously we want you to follow the plan, but there's there kind of comes a stage where we're becoming a little bit obsessive with it. Mm-hmm. And is that realistic? Probably not, you know, this is long-term. It's yeah. not just kind of four mm-hmm. weeks where we're on this really, really restrictive mm-hmm. um, phase. So um, you mentioned uh, that you felt a bit panicked uh, after having the meal. Just talk to me a little bit about that. Um, I suppose I was kind of thinking about the choices that I'd made, you know, and I think probably with the wine as well, I was like, was that okay or was that not okay? I don't know. And with the, I didn't know had I made the right choice in terms of the menu. You know, I was like, did I go into that being like, I really want that and I've had it. And now it's like, you know, buyer's remorse or something like that. No, but if you Um, really want it, have it. I did, but you know, I am... I am on an eight week plan, you know, and I wanted to be on it. And I know I have to be lenient and I have to be relaxed with it and not get obsessive with it too. But I suppose I have that, probably Eddie will say something about it, that need to please. Well, <laughs> like, not- did I do that right, teacher? You know, that's probably the panic of it afterwards. But also kind of, I walked away from it in a more, you know, to talk to myself. And I was like, no, that, that was fine. There was, there was nothing wrong with that. That was fine. You did, you had a lovely time. You made, you know, fine choices and- Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So. I just sometimes you have to talk to yourself after and be like, you do absolutely yeah I think I think you're you're making great strides because mm-hmm. previous weeks um, we were a little bit more focused on kind of um, being a little bit too exact and yeah. now the, the fact that you've gone out you've made the choice you felt in your head that it was a healthier mm-hmm. option you 
like reduce the, the rice, which is a, a kind of happy medium as well. So I think we're making strides. It's just we need to continue it. Yeah. Okay. Um, for that reason, okay, I am not going to get you to weigh in for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Okay. Sure. And that is purely just to promote a positive relationship with food. Okay. okay. Sure. Um, we do not want to be kind of dwelling on the fact that we're, we're getting weighed every week mm -hmm. and, and kind of putting emphasis on this food's going to cause weight gain, that kind of stuff. Okay. okay, so... Because, can I just, sorry, can I just put in there? Yeah, yeah. Because you said that you're on an eight-week plan. Yeah. But you're not. Like, you're on a yeah, plan no. for life. Yeah. So you should be able to go for dinner. But it's a difficult one because you're making so many changes. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't want to feel that you're falling yeah. off the wagon, but you also want to... There's a, there definitely is a transition period yeah. and you are doing exceptionally well at yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I just, I want you to be confident in yourself after this eight weeks to say that, okay, it's a Friday, it's someone's birthday and you don't have that kind of guilt or you don't have that, those thoughts, oh, what am I going to have? Is this going to make me tired? Whatever it is, yeah. um, or be it weight focused. I just want you to get to that point sure. before okay. I can safely say, okay, we're, 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 we have that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, like, with regards to food guilt at the minute, is there food, food guilt present? Um, I wouldn't say there's food guilt present. I'm very surprised at how satisfied I am by the meal plan. And so it's not really a food guilt because I suppose I'm not really, ha I'm not missing anything that I have an extra. You not restricted. Yeah, I'm not restricted and I'm not, it's not like I'm adding in something secretly, which is what I would have done in the past. Um, so I don't think guilt because I'm not really doing anything to be guilty of. And it's not that I'm leaving it out on purpose. It's yeah. just that I just want to, I suppose, you know, I'm fortunate to be one of the five leaders. There's other people that weren't. And I'm like, I'm very grateful of my place here. So I'm like, okay, you're here, you know, do it in the right way for not necessarily for myself, you know, and, and like, you know, other people too, that I'm not going to rip the piss with it. Like, do you yeah. know, what's the right, I don't know. I think no, I, I like I'm contradicting myself. No, it's, I 100% get yeah, it. Yeah. I 100% yeah. get it. You're like, not. I don't feel guilty. I just feel like I have a, Almost duty like of, a duty to be yeah. consistent. Okay. Maybe that's the wrong word. Um, you're conscientious anyway. Yes. I mean, mm. That's what I hear. That you're, yeah. You mm. want to I'm be like yourself a, I'm like, proud. Shh, don't say anything. Huh? <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> it's tricky, Adele, because uh, like, I, I totally accept. Like, we're here telling you to follow yeah. the plan, you know, and then I'm here not giving out, but just kind of explaining that maybe we need to be a little more a little bit more lenient yeah. but I suppose at the start we need to get into it follow it quite strictly and then we have to think about just making it a little bit more realistic yeah. in terms of going yeah. forward so yes and that brings us to today because today exactly. is day 29 yeah it's the next part of the plan yeah. where our leaders we kind of hand over to you guys yeah okay. so you have more control Adele do you know yeah. at day 29 you get to choose your dinners you can have the same dinner for seven days if you want I wouldn't advise that because we're not getting nutrient yeah. variation but it just gives you that little bit of independence so I think this is actually a great point to say all right work away with your dinners, you choose them, mm -hmm. um, a lot more independence, we're not going to get weighed until the finale and then you're yeah. a little bit kind of less pressurised yeah. we'll say. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, yeah. that's, that's the only thing that I would say. A lot of the, the issues that we see comes to, down to food guilt, Sophie, isn't it? Yeah. Like when people feel restricted it's that kind of yo-yo dieting that we end up seeing. Yeah and I am actually seeing it in believe it or not, kids as young as nine who are going through these restrictive phases and they're ending up in this mm. vicious, vicious cycle. And you can only imagine how that progresses as we go on through yeah. adulthood. So I think if we try and just moderate it as much as possible, it is about balance. Yeah. Life's about balance in general. And, and food is, is, is such a big part of that. 
we often, and I said it last week, I'll say it again, we use diet sometimes a little bit incorrect, okay? Mm -hmm. Diet is literally the food that we eat. Yeah. It's not a restrictive phase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? Okay. But you are smashing it, okay? Mm -hmm. As always, you honestly are. Okay, so okay. well done. Can I ask you now yeah. how you feel about not coming in every week to, to know your weight? I feel fine about that, to be honest, because like, weight isn't something that really bothers me. I, when I see it here week on week, it gives me an indication that the consistency, I'm like, okay, so you were consistent this week and it's a check-in almost. Mm -hmm. But I get the same from like your stats, like I'd wonder, what is my metabolic age? And you <laughs> still haven't told me. Someday soon you'll tell me, but not yet. You know, I wonder about those stats. I check yeah. my Fitbit. I'm like, oh, I see my heart did this. Or, you know, like this morning the run was clocked as, I don't know, for some reason the Fitbit clocked it as a mountain bike, bike oh, yeah. experience. We're working very hard. I, <laughs> wow. Apparently I wasn't. It was like 0%. I don't know. But weight, it, it doesn't, the, thought, the idea of not getting weighed, it doesn't bother me and I mean if I wanted to know it's a curiosity thing more than anything else like I, I do not weigh myself at home I, yeah. I it's not for me the thing so I hope it doesn't come across that it is because no no that's no, not... no absolutely not I just think yeah whatever kind of um pressure that you may feel under we just want to alleviate yeah. that a little bit and I think just having that just free yeah complete freeness of having to get yeah. weighed and just do your own thing and those non I cannot stress this enough the non-weight related mm. indicators of progress are yeah. phenomenal do mm. you know how you feel in terms of your energy levels are you sleeping better yeah. are you kind of feeling better in terms of your your digestion yeah all of that stuff mood absolutely mm. incredible as opposed to just purely focusing on weight so yeah. just enjoy it mm. give it your best shot like you're always doing we had a, we actually the, the five of us had a talk this morning about the run today and um the run that we did that day in DCU yeah. You know, so I kind of think, well, regardless of my weight, I can do, I, I think it's a better statistic to look at that, like that day in DCU where I Absolutely. fell into a radiator, <laughs> the dizziness and the stars I was seeing, like to this morning where yeah. I finished it and I was like, the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I could nearly probably do another few minutes, you know, it's yeah. that for me, I'm like, I, I remember saying it to you the day mm. you came down to the house, I was like, I won't be able to run anywhere and I'm like, that for me is more important, so if you took those stats away, it'd probably bother me more so don't <laughs> but the weight no not really but I think it's really great to hear you say that yeah. and I yeah. think the fact that this is day 29 mm. and we are kind of you know yeah. handing a little more responsibility and decision making yeah, to yeah. you will be great because we're not at the end mm. of the eight weeks as yeah. you see it you know what I mean yeah no no exactly so to kind of feel yeah. your way through the next couple of weeks will be amazing and having the guys yeah. beside you Mm -hmm. to, to pick up the phone about anything, whether it's running or yeah. the plan, the meal plan or anything yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And since you did visit, I did go off, but like it's not on the camera, but I did go like off script. Oh my like goodness. I was, you know, I was like, I have no time to butterfly a chicken, so I made something different. It was Perfect. still a, a, deal, a meal from the plan, but I didn't use the scales or whatever. I was like, I can put this together. I added things in as I saw fish, veg, you know. Yes. <laughs> so I am going off script a small bit. Like, I'm making my own little but, changes. But in another way. And how does that ways, feel? It feels fine. Like, it feels good. It does feel good to be like, okay, look, you can chill out there a small bit and, you know, do this and it's fine. It's reality at the yeah. end of the day, do you I know? Like, I do like the plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that okay to say? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love Listen, the structure. Listen, you, like, you can follow the plan yeah. uh, like yeah. for as long as you want, but just to know that on the occasions yeah. where you do feel like a little bit of chalky or the crisp pops into your mouth, it is okay. Do you know yeah. that kind of a way? It's just not to have kind of, we can't have and we can have kind yeah. of labels on it. Do you know that kind of a way? Yeah. But is it also okay to leave the plan and go, God, do you know what? I didn't crave chocolate the whole time. I'm not craving it now. I don't need it. Absolutely. Is, you know, yeah, be my guest. Perfect. Okay.
not a bother. I'm just wondering. I'm like, do I have to have it? But when you Who go out, me out for dinner again. But when you go out for your next meal, yeah, you shouldn't be questioning. If you want your favorite dish, have your favorite dish That's and it. have it okay. with the rice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was an awful lot of rice though. Okay, well then, yeah. you know, if you're satisfied, you're <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. I was happy, yeah. yeah. But back in the day, you would have eaten that rice. You would have eaten that portion. I probably would have and probably had looked for more after it. But now I think I do pause now after I have my meals and give it time. And I like, actually, I am full. It's, and I think that's fine too. It's the link. Yeah. Okay, you're now a more aware of your satiation levels. Yeah. You know, you're now more aware in terms of that link between your brain and your tummy. You're like, okay, right, I am quite full here. Yeah. We should only try and eat to about 80% fullness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get to that stage, your body's like, that's fine. And mm. now you are more aware of those hunger cues and kind of satiation cues. So, yeah. excellent, perfect. Mm. But if you wanted more rice, mm. you could have had it. Yeah, no, I could. Uh, oh, and sometimes yeah. I go out for dinner and you are full, but yeah, I still have to have the dessert. <laughs> it makes Sorry, so <laughs> Always room for dessert. <laughs> now I'm the, like the slow eater, because it's like, because I think it's a better way for me to kind of measure it almost. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? I give yeah. myself the time to take it as like fuel, which is what it is, exactly. as opposed to just eating it for eating it's sake. Yeah. And I think so many moms and dads, but like when you've got young kids as well, I find, you know, you're shoveling it in, shoveling it in yeah. and eating on the go and not really sitting down yourself. Yeah. There's so much of that that goes on. Yeah. yeah. Certainly in my house. Yeah, yeah. And that's that missing link then. Do you yeah. know? The brain doesn't actually realise that it's, it, it's full when it is full and you're still shoveling it in. Um, so I think that's really important. And like, it's, it's, it's kind of an important message to pass to everyone. Do you know, I think yeah. maybe as a nation, we eat quite fast. Do you know, when you go to other countries, they're, they're kind of slower, take it as a nice chill yeah, process. Yeah, other countries maybe are more lax. And yeah. it's whole, yeah. it's an, every meal is like an event, exactly. almost, instead of just a thing. I mean, who doesn't want to eat like an Italian <laughs> over three hours sitting <laughs> around a table? It's my dream. <laughs> I know, I know. If you've been affected by any of these issues discussed, please see rte.ie forward slash supports. Now it's time to answer some of the listeners' questions. Our first question for Carl comes from Helen, who asks, getting shin splints when walking, any help to overcome this? If you're getting shin splints when you're walking, my advice is to go to a church or a physiotherapist, let them have a look. Uh, maybe get your runners checked in terms of your gait for some gait analysis to show that you're in the right runners and look at your stride so it could be too short or too long as a stride and the other final thing is that you're starting into that walk too fast ease into it and then build up the pace next question comes from Eleanor who asks do you recommend exercise and walking on the same day or switching days so Eleanor alternating days ideally so uh, if it's exercise you're walking fast enough uh, alternating days to your distance workout is absolutely perfect Marion asks, is it okay to have two rest days per week or not? Marion, absolutely. You can have three rest days in the week if you really want. It all depends on how uh, tired you are, your energy levels, your fatigue levels, and the kind of week that you're having. So adjust your rest days to suit. And finally, Neve asks, recommendations for pregnancy fitness. In terms of pregnancy fitness, it is very specific for each person in terms of how fit you are before pregnancy uh, with regards to what you can do during pregnancy. I would, I would advise you to check in with your GP or with your consultant or with, with your midwife uh, in terms of the exercise that you can do. Normally you reduce the intensity, uh, you may reduce the weight, but it can absolutely vary from person to person. Thanks, Carl. Join us next week where I'll be joined by a leader from the very first season of Operation Transformation, Evelyn Farrell. We can't wait for that. Don't forget to tune into Operation Transformation on Wednesday at 9.35 on RTE1 or catch up on the RTE player. Thanks for listening.